Hey there, it's Therapist Tierra, and today is our final session of our group therapy session series. One thing about the group experience is that the end is usually pretty sad. I mean, think about it. You've spent every week on the same day connecting with people, hearing their intimate stories and exchanging their phone numbers. You know what? The beautiful thing about the group experience is that after it's over, it's truly the beginning. Meaning a fresh start with an opportunity to utilize all of the skills you've gleaned within the realm of the group setting. You know, over the course of this holiday series, we've identified bite-sized pieces of things that you can do throughout the holidays. We touched on boundaries and hope and even self-control. Today, we're going to talk about the holiday blues because guess what? Next week is Thanksgiving. All right, let's get to it. Y'all, the holidays can be super duper stressful, especially for people who are already coping with an existing mental health condition. In a survey conducted by NAMI, which is short for the National Alliance on Mental Illness, they said that 64% of people with an existing mental illness reported that the holidays made their condition worse. Hear me when I say this, the holiday blues are not recognized as a disorder, but that doesn't mean that it's not a real thing, you know? You know what, it is not outside of the norm for my phones to ring back to back during the workday. Um, throughout the holiday season. It is not outside the norm for individuals who I maybe saw earlier in the year and, you know, had been doing really well. It's not outside the norm for me to get phone calls asking, hey, Tiara, can I get in on your schedule just as a check-in, just as a check-in to support me through this process. It is not outside of the norm. You know what? When it comes to the holiday blues and... I'm talking to somebody who believes that they may have extreme depression. Um, I ask just a few questions just to help them to see that, you know what, this does not sound like depression. It sounds like the holiday blues. So I may say, do you experience anxiety that's connected to social pressure during the holidays? Do you feel overwhelmed by the expectations associated with the holidays? I might even also ask, do you find yourself stressed or exhausted just around the holidays? Or do you notice an inability to be with loved ones? Another question I might ask is, are you unable to cope with life's demands primarily around the holidays? You know what? There are quite a few things that increase the potential of the holiday blues. Things like when we're overextending ourselves financially for family members and friends. You know, other things are, you know, a lot of people have lost family members around the holidays. So they might experience just missing them, you know? Poor social support, isolation, and loneliness. These are also factors that go into the pot of the holiday blues. 
You know, the strain of having to share oxygen space with extended family members, the in-laws or the in-loves, these individuals sometimes can increase stress, increase feelings of depression, especially if things are said or, you know, you might be harboring some things, you know, all of these things go into that pot of, oh, here we go, the holiday blues. You know what? Another one is setting your sights too high. Sometimes our own expectations cause us to have a, just a law, you know? I hope this helps you to understand um, what can cause the holiday blues. our own expectations for the holiday season, well, it can manifest anxiety. Thoughts like, can I afford to get this person this big, expensive gift partnered with the pressure to outdo ourselves in comparison to how this person responded in the previous year or previous years? Y'all, that's overwhelming. And quite frankly, it is too much. So let me tell you about this couple I know. I am really good friends with an awesome dynamic duo. They're the founders of Legacy Impact Coaching. Y'all, Legacy Impact Coaching helps couples and individuals improve communication, connection, and affection in their relationships through coaching, workshops, and classes. I love everything about their business, but Devon and Dana like as people, they're amazing. Like they are the the couple that everybody wants to know. <laughs> they are all about just sharing information and it's, it's rich, just listening. So let me tell you, one time I was at their house and it was a little bit after Christmas. They um, have this belief that they create memories rather than overwhelm themselves with debt, unnecessary stress, or gadgets that will mean absolutely nothing four weeks after the holiday. They believe that a memory can last a lifetime and then some. So, okay, let me get back to, I was at their house, yo, and it was like right after Christmas, they decided we're going to go to New York for Christmas. And y'all, let me tell you, they went to New York. They went to a Broadway play. They went to the American Girl Store. I'm grown and I want to go to the American Girl Store. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Their children were like over the top excited about just the experience. And you know what? I'm like... I would pay for that, the joy, the laughter, you know, of them sharing what it was like in New York over any gift or gadget that is probably thrown in the back of the closet four weeks after Christmas. You know what I mean? It's something about the memories that decreases anxiety. It's something about the memories that cause you to laugh from the bottom of your belly and you see the back teeth and the feelings because it's so funny, you know? So maybe just kind of add that to just a generational pattern that you choose to break in the future. If you experience holiday blues, um, creating memories that are intentional about laughter and joy versus 
buying things and trinkets that won't mean a hill of beans four weeks after Christmas. Does that make sense? Listen here, you can beat the holiday blues with a stick, okay? In the Healthline article, How to Deal with Stress and Depression During the Holidays, they provide nine ways to deal with the holiday blues. Today, we'll look at about four of the things on the list, okay? Number one, I encourage you to limit your alcohol intake and try not to keep it readily available around the house, especially during the holidays. Drinking to access, it can affect the mood and amplify any negative feelings that you may have going on inside, okay? Number two, get support when you're mourning a loved one. If you've experienced a loss, then the holidays, they really can be super duper tough, okay? Every bone in your body may say, isolate and grieve. But you know what? It is super important to connect. Join a Facebook group for grieving families. Be intentional about connecting with loved ones. Or learn how to Zoom, Google Duo, or even FaceTime so that you can see the faces of the loved ones that are still in the land of the living. Okay? Number three, exercise regularly. Sometimes something as simple as a quick 10-minute walk will get your heart rate up and release mood-boosting endorphins. You know what? It's not outside of the norm for me to even have a personal dance party. Here's a secret. Sometimes I will put on juveniles, back that thing up. Girl, you look good once you back that thing up. (laughs) It gets the endorphins moving. Hey, don't judge me. Don't knock it till you try it. Number four, learn how to say no. Over scheduling, you know what? And not making time for yourself, it can lead to emotional breakdowns. We've talked about setting boundaries in our you know, previous sessions. I encourage you, go back and listen to it and sure up some things just so that you are effectively saying no. You know what? Overall, the holidays can be taxing on a lot of people. And before I let you go, I need you to know that feelings of anxiety and depression during the holiday season, they're real, okay? We need you to stay in the land of the living. So if you're noticing that you're feeling unusually down or you're at risk of hurting yourself or you're in need of just somebody to talk to, please dial the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. That number is 1-800-273-8255. Look, there are people that are ready and available 24 hours a day. They want to support you and be there for you. Your legacy is important and we have all needed support at different times in our life. So if you need it, I encourage you to use it. And you know what? Let me leave you with this. There, There's a subset of people who they're always the ones that are the listening ear for the families. They're always the individual to have everybody else's back. They're always the ones that, you know, just are always a support to others. And if that is you, 
I need you to know that I understand. And if you are feeling unusually low and you don't know how to ask for help, but you know you need somebody to talk to, but there might be just a teeny tad bit of shame or you don't want to be that person. I don't ever need help. I don't need, you know, I need you to know that calling the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline and just processing or chopping it up with somebody, they're not going to call your friends and let them know, oh, such and such asked for help. You know, I encourage you, get the support for you so that you can remain in the land of the living. We need you. We need you. All right. See you soon. Hey, 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 it's Therapist Tierra, And as a friendly reminder, I'm out of the office until January 4th. I plan to take some time away from social media and fill my time with family, reading a couple of books and preparing for the next season of Therapist Tierra. I hope you enjoyed this series and I'd like to encourage you to please leave a comment via Instagram at Therapist Tierra. Click subscribe and share it with your tribe. You can find this session as well as others by searching Therapist Tierra wherever you get your podcasts. Let's agree to break these generational patterns together because conviction without action, well, it creates generational patterns. See you next year. Bye.